Good morning, listeners. This is your boy, Terrence F. Schitz. It is Monday, May 24th, 2021, and I have got one for you today. Uh, we've got a nice adventure story for you uh, that happened to me this past weekend. We're going to get into it in just a second. Listen to this jingle. All right, so I've got one for you today, folks. This is uh, the events that occurred this past weekend. Um, As I mentioned, today is May 24th. It is Monday. Um, This past weekend, we we had to take my daughter back up to Ohio University in Athens, Ohio. Um, That's where she goes to school. She's starting her junior year. Um, Very proud of her. She's done very well. She's worked very hard. Um, so the way it worked is, uh, we, we loaded up a trailer, um, we left Nashville Friday night, um, we went up to Cincinnati, um, stayed at my parents' house on Friday evening, and then the idea was go over my father-in-law's, pick up a dresser, um, add it to the trailer, and then head out to Athens and get her all moved in. Um, so... This is, uh, you know, very sad for me. I'm very proud of her. I'm very excited for her, but it's, you know, it's, it's sad. Um, she's 19 years old. I realize that this is potentially the last time um, she will live with us. Um, I hope not. Um, I hope she does come back between undergrad and grad school or, you know, somewhere down the line. Um, but I also realize I'm very excited for her. But, uh, Regardless, so we drive out to Athens, we get her stuff all moved in, and I mean, she had a trailer full. There was, I couldn't believe how much stuff she had, but uh, regardless, we, we got it all, we got it all moved in. Um, I turned around at maybe noon on Saturday from Athens, Ohio, to return to Cincinnati. Um, I thought about, you know, we got lunch and we got her all moved in and stuff. Maybe it was 2 o'clock, I don't know, but I stayed up there for a little while, but I didn't want to impose. I realized she was very excited to be up there, um, and I didn't want to, like, extend it and, like, infringe on her, so I just just decided to turn around and come on home, uh, or should say go back to Cincinnati. So I did. Um, you know, it, it really is. It's sad for me. Um, it's like, you know, one of your one of your best friends is moving to a different city. Um, obviously, we're not going to be out of touch with her. We've... I think I talked to her like six times yesterday, but, um, so anyway, it's still, it's going to be a transition period that we got to get used to either way. So that, uh, that led to one epic adventure, um, this past weekend, um, on Saturday, I decided to go home and drown my sorrows, um, because it really does make me sad. Um, anyway, so I get home, uh, probably around three or four o'clock. Um, and I decided my dad just had a hip replacement, so he's not really doing a whole lot. So we, um, and my older brother was over there as well, just visiting, brought his kids. Um, it was me and my son, Alex, that went up there. Um, it was just us two that went up there. Um, and Alex and my older brother's kid hang out and play well together. So my older brother came over and we just sat on the porch and did some drinking. Um, wasn't we weren't going like overly aggressive but you know when you start drinking at three or four o'clock and continue on for a few hours after a while you get plenty of alcohol in you 
Um, my older brother took off maybe around eight o'clock. Um, and my dad's just not much of a night owl. So I feel, I felt like he was probably going to go to sleep. Um, you know, probably, I don't know, go to bed or whatever, call it a night around eight or nine o'clock anyway. So I, I got in touch with, uh, with one of my buddies that still lives up in the area. And keep in mind, I really don't have a whole lot of friends that still live in Cincinnati. Most of them have moved on, but, um, this fella, he's an Irish guy. He's an Irish fella. Um, we'll just call him for this story. We'll call him Ron. Um, he's really not involved a whole lot in this story, but um, he is in the beginning part. So after I get back, um, had a few beers with my dad and my brother. My brother is about to leave. Um, decided to get in touch with Ron, and uh, we went to this bar called The Pike. Um, it's maybe 10 minutes or so away from my parents' house. Um, it's, you know, it's a dump. It's a bar that I've, it's not that bad. It's a bar that I've gone to um, many times throughout the years. I never really liked it. I never really have much fun there, but it's convenient to the location we were, uh, we were in. So, you know, we just decided to go there. Um, so Ron picked me up over my parents' house. We went back to his house, um, had another couple drinks while he got dressed and, uh, we, we lined up an Uber to take us down to this bar called the Pike. Um, Pike was fine. Um, you know, we had a few more beers, a few beers down there. Um, but you know, it was how it always is. It's just local people. don't really know many of them. They're not all that exciting. It just wasn't, it wasn't anything special. So we decided to go to another bar, which is uh, probably about 10 minutes away from, uh, the Pike. And it is, uh, much closer to my parents' house. So I figured this, you know, if nothing else, uh, this will be a shorter Uber ride back to my parents' house. So, um, a couple of the guys we met up with at the Pike, I had never met them before, but they drove us down to the Vogue and they went in too. So we hung out with them while we were there. Um, now the Vogue is, uh, it's a, it's an interesting mixture of people, a lot of ghetto folks, a lot of rednecks. So it's just over the border into this area called Hartwell. Um, we're going to refer to this as downtown Hartwell. It's like the business area, um, very working class uh, neighborhood generally, um, which sits right next to um, an area called Wyoming, which is a pretty, um, pretty, you know, higher class, high, you know, kind of pretty expensive area. Um, anyway, this bar is, uh, it's a fucking shithole. Um, it's, it's such a shithole that they don't even take credit cards. You got to pay everything with cash, um, which could be a problem, but I happened to have a little bit of cash on me that night, so it wasn't for me. But I mean, come on, who the hell this day and age doesn't take cards? Um, picture, picture the state of West Virginia condensed into one bar, um, a small bar at that, and, and a hole in the wall bar. That is a fair description of of this place. It's just whatever piece of shit bar. Um, anyway. It's getting late. Um, nothing, you know, overly exciting happened while we were at the bar. Um, you know, we just kept drinking. And, you know, keep in mind, this was going from 3 or 4 o'clock in the afternoon. It was at this point, it's probably around 1 or 2 o'clock. So this has been going on for a while. Um, I was not shit-faced, but I, you know, I was definitely drunk. I had been drinking for hours and hours, so had plenty of alcohol in me. Um, it's getting late. I was trying to get an Uber around 2 o'clock. Um, and I've never really had a trouble ever getting an Uber. Um, I just happened to be in places, at least while I'm out, I've never had trouble getting an Uber. Now I've had trouble getting picked up before, but, um, like from where I am, like where I'm staying, but not while I'm out. Um, 
But you know, we're at a we're at an interesting time. We're the world is just reopening from the pandemic and I guess from my hear from what I've heard there's a big shortage of Uber drivers. Um whatever. There so there there were no cars available. And I tried for like 15 20 minutes to get a to get an Uber ride, but um no no luck. It's not this area is it's weird cuz it's it's really not far from the city. It's like 10 minutes from downtown Cincinnati. Um but it's not a it's not a hot spot on a Saturday night. Like there's really not much uh, there's no light with the exception of this these two bars that I went to, there's really not much around there. Um so I could imagine if I was an Uber driver, there's really no reason to be in that area. Um so I wasn't really surprised, but couldn't get a ride. So I started walking around the bar, um, see if maybe I knew somebody or see if uh, somebody was not shit-faced that could give me a ride. Um, I didn't know anybody. Aaron, or I should say Ron, had already left um, without saying anything, by the way. Um, and so I just didn't know anybody. At this point, it was just me at the bar with a bunch of people I didn't know. Um, it was not a smart decision um, that I was trying to get a ride with somebody I didn't know at that time of night. But you know, I'm pretty confident in my ability to handle myself. So if something were to go wrong, um, I only had $100 on me anyway. Um, so I wasn't really concerned about getting robbed. But um, a group of two or three ghetto-looking gentlemen offered me a ride. Um, you know, I was reluctant to take a ride, um, not because of their skin color, but because of the bar I was at, just some seedy folks in here. Um my intuition kicked in. Um, I saw them after they had offered me a ride. I saw them whisper to each other. Um, so intuition kicked in and I'm like, yeah, probably not going to get in the car with them. So feeling like I was about to get robbed, um, or, you know, something worse, um, not going to get into the car with these fellas. Um, I decided to act as if I was just going to take a final piss. Um, and then instead of doing that, I just left. Um, so I decided to walk back to my parents' house. So it's really not too long of a walk. It's maybe three miles or so. Um, on Saturday night, it seemed like a marathon. Um, again, wasn't completely shit-faced, but, you know, just for a reference, um, I was well beyond the legal limit to drive. Um, so that's, uh, that's pretty much where the adventure starts. So I took the most efficient route I could think of. Um, also, seems like the safest route. Um, as far as not getting hit by a car, but I was wrong. So I had to walk through a parking lot um, and, and behind some buildings to get get to the main thoroughfare that takes me toward my parents' house. It's called Compton Road. It was pitch black, very few lights, and you know, wasn't exactly walking in a straight line. Um, I've walked this route a few times in the past when I was a kid and I lived with my parents, um, but that was also during the day. So it was not nearly as treacherous. Um, as I was walking out from behind one of the buildings up up to the street, I tripped over a curb or something, um, and I landed in a ditch with some rocks in it. Um, now, I, I actually have a history with this particular ditch. Um, I should have known it was there. When I was 12 or 13 years old, I was riding my bike um, with a friend of mine, um, and I actually hit this ditch with my bike and I was thrown over the handlebars and I broke a bone in my elbow um, and had to wear a cast for a couple months. But um, that's a whole nother story. Um, so when I landed in the ditch, I was face down um, on Saturday. Um, it actually took me a second to realize what happened. Um, I laid there and I thought to myself, uh, fuck, that really, that really just hurt. Um, so I rolled over 
and uh, rolled over onto my back and kind of just laid there for a second, um, and, and I composed myself before standing up. Um, and I was, I was on a mission, right? I had to get back to my parents' house. I'm 40 years old, um, so the idea of calling my parents to come get me at 2 o'clock in the morning while I'm drunk, um, it's really just not an option. Um, but I did try again to get an Uber ride, um, and you know, once again, no, no drivers available. So that was very frustrating. Um, anyway, um, continued, uh, continued limping up the street and, uh, it only has a sidewalk on one side of the street. It doesn't go, um, all the way up. So like not as far as I needed to go to, to where I needed to cross. So it really didn't matter which side of the street I was on. Um, but I needed to cross to turn into, um, the next place that was going to lead me up to their house. Um, also, you know, I have an MBA, so I was thinking about efficiency. Um, that kind of kicked in. And I realized it would actually be a slightly shorter walk if I got over to the other side of the street, even without a sidewalk. Um, and you know, I needed to cross later anyway, so I just went ahead and started to cross the street. Um, as I mentioned earlier, it was pitch black. There's no street lights in this section of the street. Um, or anything else like that to light things up um, until you get a little bit further up. And, you know, after, after drinking all night and falling in a ditch, my, sense, my senses were not really functioning at, uh, at the full 100% um, of their ability. It was probably at about AA, probably about 30% capacity. Um, so as I'm crossing the street, um, a piece of shit car comes out of nowhere. Um, almost certain there were no lights on. Um, I mean, for all I know, they could have been like, running from a crime scene or something. I don't know, maybe trying to go undetected, but the car did not have any, any lights on and they were coming right at me. Um, now this time my, my reaction time and reflexes were on point. Um, despite my injury, uh, my state of injury and drunkenness, um, I was able to dive out of the way, um, of the vehicle. They must've seen me at the last second, slowed down a little bit, but they didn't fully stop. Um, I'll picture a cat, like if you drop something loud and you got a cat and it just jumps out of the way. That was kind of how I looked at that moment. Now, I obviously would have liked to have seen the video of this, but anyway, so the, so the car did not fully uh, stop it. That just slowed down and it actually did clip me slightly on the hip as I was midair diving out of the way. Um, and the, the messed up thing is that the car didn't even stop. They just kept on going. Like, I'm sorry, but even if you hit somebody with your car, you should probably stop. Even if you're running from a crime scene, which is just an assumption, but even if you're running from a crime scene, you know, you make sure you didn't kill somebody on the way, um, which they didn't. You know, I'm still here, um, but it clipped me. Um, so that that's just kind of a, that's a fair representation of the type of people that live in downtown Hartwell. Um, so anyway, now I'm on the ground in the middle of Compton Road, um, just after falling into a ditch and being struck by a car. Um, but like I said, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a, I am a machine. Um, so even though it was late, I'm laying in the middle of the street. Um, I knew there would be more cars coming at some point. Um, so I quickly got back to my feet and made it, uh, the rest of the way across the street, uh, safely to the other side. Um, so I still got, you know, this is, I'm really not far from the bar at all at this point. I still got a solid two to three miles left on this mission. Um, at this point, I'd probably only made it about a quarter or maybe a half mile, um, something like that. Um, so nothing really happens for the next period of time. I'm just kind of making my way up the street. 
Um, but there is a small, it's like a church or like a chapel or something um, that is now on the opposite side of the street for me. Um, it's actually where my parents go to church um, on Sundays. Um, and that did have some lights on. Not, you know, it wasn't like um, floodlights or anything like that. But it was, the area was lit up um, enough that I could see uh, it was a sheep, like an actual sheep, the animal, um, which, you know, not a big deal. It doesn't really come into play on this adventure, but it just seemed really strange to me. Um, this is not a farming area where you would expect to see a sheep. Anyway, so um, keep walking. Nothing notable really happens. Um, I get to the apartment complex that I was going to cut through to get to my parents' house. Um, it's actually an apartment complex where my wife and I used to live before we got married, um, back when it was actually a decent place. Um, now it's a rundown piece of shit probably section eight apartments. Um, and I cut through the apartment complex and up to, it's connected to a retirement community. Um, I've mentioned previously on my podcast, I actually used to, used to work at this old folks home in the, re, in the restaurant part, um, which is, it's actually a pretty nice one. I think I, I'm pretty sure it's a pretty expensive place to live for these old folks. Um, but you know, it's still, it's right next to these shitty apartments. Um, the retirement community, it's, it's pretty, uh, pretty expansive. Um, it, it actually butts up to my parents' street. Um, although it's separated by like a really densely wooded area, um, that spans for about a hundred yards. So, um, back when I was younger, we had a trail cut through there, um, because we used to ride our bikes through on occasion. And, you know, I mentioned I used to work at the retirement, uh, community restaurant when I was a teenager. So I'd walk to and from work before I had a car. Um, but since that time, they've actually expanded this community and they've added some new townhouses um, and some other stuff. So it looks much different now. And what uh, the wooded area used to be much bigger than it is now. Um, but uh, regardless, doesn't really matter. Um, the trail went all the way through. Anyway, my mom actually still, she takes walks all the time and she still walks down through there. Um, she actually said that the trail is still there. Um, Regardless, I was unable to locate it um, because I didn't want to wake any. <clears throat> I, I didn't want to wake up any of the elderly people, and you know that would scare the shit out of them. Um, I decided I decided not to turn on my cell phone light and look for the trail. Um, I've walked in the woods plenty of times in my life. Um, should be able to make it through. So the and, and the alternative was turn around, walk back through the old folks' home, and out to the other street. Um, which was on the other side of the community, has no sidewalks. Um, it's much busier. Um, people drive fast down there. It's just much more dangerous. And I probably would have added at least another two to three miles to this journey. So uh, that was just not happening. Um, I wanted to stay away from people at this point also. Um, and I was worried that if one of the old folks saw me, they'd like call the police or something and report a suspicious person. Um, which, I mean, I wasn't doing anything wrong. But uh, and the p police may have actually given me a ride um, because I wasn't doing anything wrong. But, you know, I guess aside from public, dr public drunkenness and I guess maybe trespassing, although I was just passing through, like I wasn't up to any, anything bad. Um, either way, didn't want to deal with that. Um, also didn't want to explain to my parents why, um, again, being 40 years old, I was being dropped off at their house by a cop. Um, so anyway, the woods were much more dense than I thought, um, but I had to get through. So to get in, I actually had to crawl under some brush. So I got down on my stomach and started um, 
my way in expecting to be able to stand up like once I penetrate kind of the outer the outer brush area um, but I was wrong so here I am um, you know a 40 year old army crawling through some woods trying to get back to my parents house um, all because there were no uber drivers available but I was very low to the ground trying to get through all the brush and at one point I actually got stuck under something um, I don't know if it was like vines or like a like a thick tree trunk or like a log or something. Um, but like I'm lying there on my stomach trying to figure out my next move. And the thought actually went through my head, you know, I could die right here um, and probably not even be found for a few days. Um, you know, and then I also was like, you know what, maybe, maybe I just, I sleep here, um, wake up in the morning when it's laid out, figure out something different. Uh, maybe find the trail, who knows, maybe just walk out when it's light out, you know, maybe call an Uber, maybe even call my parents at that point. But uh, then I was realizing, you know, it's it's late spring, um, definitely seen some snakes in the woods over the years in this area. So fuck that noise. I got to keep going. Um, so gathered up the little strength that I had left after moving thousands of pounds of furniture and boxes into my daughter's apartment, falling into a ditch, getting hit by a car and walking many, many miles. Um, and I kept army crawling through, finally made it out, uh, came through on my parents' street, just as I expected, because, you know, I knew it was there, um, walked up the driveway and into the house and I was very, very exhausted. So despite what you may be thinking, um, these events are all 100% accurate. I woke up the next day around 10:30 um, Eastern time. Now I'm on central, so it was 9:30 Nashville time, but either way, I still, uh, very late for me. Um, I actually, I, as I was in the bed and waking up, I felt like I had been like the victim of an organ theft or something because my lower left abdominal area was in so much pain. Um, I have a massive black bruise there right now and, it, and it's strangely a little bit swollen, um, which is weird. Um, I got many scrapes, scratches, and just wounds on other parts of my body, most notably the arms and the legs. Um, nothing too bad, like maybe could have gotten some stitches on this thing on my knee, but uh, too late now. Um, anyway, got up, took a shower, recalled the events from the past night. I actually told my parents what happened. Um, they asked why I didn't call, and my response was, you know, I'm 40 years old, I'm too old for that. Um, I'm pretty self-sufficient. Um, and, you know, despite some modest skepticism from them about my story, including my father-in-law, um, they do believe me. And, and, you know, my dad's a lawyer, so he's good at recognizing a lie when he hears one. Um, and even he said, my story hasn't wavered. Um, now, my father-in-law did ask me a good question. Um, what would you do or what would you say to one of your kids if they told you that story? Um, which made me think a little bit. Um, my response to him was, you know, I'd be like, you need to reevaluate your decision making. Um, and so I was like, you know, maybe I should reevaluate my decision making. Um, so I've done that. Um, I decided no longer going to go out to bars where Ubers are not readily available. And I also will not be going back to the Vogue in downtown Hartwell, Cincinnati, Ohio. So there you have it, folks. That is the, that is the epic adventure that took place on Saturday evening. Now, my wife has said 
a few times that um, like if I died or something, she doesn't really know how she would get along without me. Um, she doesn't really like to cook. She gets anxiety and stuff when she's alone in the house. And I was thinking, you know what? I actually, if I was single and I routinely did this type of thing, I don't know if I'd survive without her either. Um, she, she tends to keep me grounded and I don't want to say keep me in line because I still like to, you know, I still get away with my fair share of partying, but she tends to keep me out of the dangerous situations. So give her some credit uh, where it's due. Um, anyway, um, that's the end of it. I'll, uh, I'll make another episode. Maybe I might double up this week since I didn't do one last week. We'll see. I got a couple other topics that I wanted to hit on, um, but this has gone on for a while. So I'm just going to make this the episode today. Check out my Instagram. Terrence Schitz, T-E-R-R-E-N-C-E-S-C-H-I-T-T-Z. On Instagram, feel free to email me. It's terrenceschitz at gmail.com. Maybe you want some other details of this story. I don't know. Check out the link in the bio of um, my Instagram. Buy yourself some merch. And uh, appreciate you listening. Hopefully this story inspires you to have your own epic adventure one day. But uh, we're going to hit... Another good tune on the outro from one of my favorites, Eric Church.